listening to the Learning to Believe Again podcast with your host, Brittany Bexton. Where do you begin when you're learning to believe again? Hi, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. If you've been following my podcast for any period of time, you know that I'm a dreamer and we have done some episodes specifically in relation to dreams. And actually, I will have a special guest next week that's a follow-up guest who was on for the dream section that we did on the podcast. And she has some follow-up testimony to go along with what she shared before. But this week, I want to share a prophetic word that the Lord gave me through a dream. So sometimes I have dreams that are very, very, very long and very involved. And in the very involved ones, it's more like a movie that plays out and there are a ton of details. But sometimes I have dreams that are pretty simple. Or sometimes I wake up and I just remember one small little piece of the dream. So this particular dream that relates to this prophetic word was just a very small piece that I woke up with. And if there had been more to the dream, I don't remember it, but I remember this piece very well. And I woke up with a very specific Bible verse on my mind. Now, I'm a dreamer that sometimes has up to seven or so dreams in a night, which yes, it sounds crazy. It is crazy. It gets crazy. But that's not every night. This particular night was one of those nights. So the night that I had this dream, it was June 2nd, I had had about seven dreams that night. Some of them were really small dreams. Others were much longer, more involved dreams. But I had had about seven different dreams that night. And every single one of the dreams had to do with some sort of intercession, meaning we were praying and interceding for other people. Now, one of the dreams was more like a movie, and we had been putting together a conference with some generals in the faith that we believed was going to bring breakthrough for people. But again, that's still interceding on behalf of others, in a sense, because it's coming together to support others and their breakthrough. All of the other dreams were mostly intercession dreams. We were praying and interceding. In the first one, I was praying a circle around my whole life. So... This dream comes, and in this dream, I remember nothing except one thing. A man prophesied to me, and he said, Isaiah 49, 20. He gave me that Bible verse. So I woke up with that Bible verse. I may have even repeated it back to him in the dream, but Isaiah 49, 20. So what's the first thing I did after writing the dream down? You better believe it. I opened up my phone because I keep it next to my bed so I can write down my dreams. And I opened it up to Isaiah 49 and 20. And it says, The generations born in exile will return and say, We need more room. It's crowded here. So I'm going to read this whole section of this chapter. Not the entire chapter, but from Isaiah 49 and 8 up to 49.20, and a little bit after that, to give some context. But essentially what it's saying is, your children will return from exile, and they'll say, we need more room. It's crowded here. So I'm going to read this verse to you, 
that whole section that I just mentioned. And then I'm going to tell you what the Lord has been speaking through that. So Isaiah 49 and 8. This is what the Lord says. At just the right time, I will respond to you. On the day of salvation, I will help you. I will protect you and give you to the people as my covenant with them. Through you, I will reestablish the land of Israel and assign it to its own people again. I will say to the prisoners, come out in freedom and to those in darkness, come into the light. They will be my sheep grazing in green pastures and on hills that were previously bare. They will neither hunger nor thirst. The searing sun will not reach them anymore. For the Lord in his mercy will lead them. He will lead them beside cool waters. And I will make mountains into level paths for them. The highways will be raised above the valleys. See, my people will return from far away. From lands to the north and west and from as far south as Egypt. Sing for joy, O heavens. Rejoice, O earth. Burst into song, O mountains. For the Lord has comforted his people and will have compassion on them in their suffering. Yet Jerusalem says, the Lord has deserted us. The Lord has forgotten us. Never Can a mother forget her nursing child? Can she feel no love for the child she has born? But even if that were possible, I would not forget you. See, I have written your name on the palms of my hands. Always in my mind is a picture of Jerusalem's walls in ruins. Soon your descendants will come back. And all who are trying to destroy you will go away. Look around you and see, for all your children will come back to you. As surely as I live, says the Lord, they will be like jewels or bridal ornaments for you to display. Even the most desolate parts of your abandoned land will soon be crowded with your people. Your enemies who enslaved you will be far away. The generations born in exile will return and say, we need more room, it's crowded here. Then you will think to yourself, who has given me all these descendants? For most of my children were killed and the rest were carried away into exile. I was left here all alone. Where did all these people come from? Who bore these children? Who raised them for me? This is what the sovereign Lord says. See, I will give a signal to the godless nations. They will carry your little sons back to you in their arms. They will bring your daughters on their shoulders. Kings and queens will serve you and care for all your needs. They will bow to the earth before you and lick the dust from your feet. Then you will know that I am the Lord. Those who trust in me will never be put to shame. Who can snatch the plunder of war from the hands of a warrior? Who can demand that a tyrant let his captives go? But the Lord says, the captives of warriors will be released and the plunder of tyrants will be retrieved. For I will fight those who fight you and I will save your children. So 
There was a lot there, but I'm just going to highlight a few of the verses. But the Lord says the captives of warriors will be released and the plunder of tyrants will be retrieved. For I will fight those who fight you and I will save your children. Now remember, he is given this as an answer to them who said, where did these descendants come from? And in verse 20, it says, the generations born in exile will return and say, we need more room. It's crowded here. So there are big promises in Isaiah 49, in this section that I just read. It says in verse 17, soon your descendants will come back and all who are trying to destroy you will go away. Look around you and see, for all your children will come back to you. As surely as I live, says the Lord. Your enemies will go away and your children will return. And verse 20, which is what he woke me up with, is, The generations born in exile will return and say, We need more room. It's crowded here. So, God is saying, The prodigals are coming home. They're coming home. The ones that you've been praying for, the ones that you've been interceding for, your sons and your daughters that have been far from God, your family members and friends that have been far from God, they are coming back. They will return and say, we need more room. It's crowded here. So kind of an interesting verse for the Lord to highlight, 49 and 20. But this is what the Lord told me. It's time to make room. They are coming home. He is dealing with our enemies. He is dealing with the warriors that took them captive. He is dealing with the tyrants that enslaved them. He is setting them free. He's setting them free from deception. He's setting them free from sin. He is setting them free from abusive people. He is setting them free from addictions. They are coming home. He is setting them free. He is dealing with the enemy for us. And he is setting our loved ones free. And those that we have been praying and interceding for, they are coming home. But God says, we need to make room. You see, the people of Israel were not prepared. They didn't even know that it was possible for their children to return. But God said that he's faithful and here they are. But he said they'll return and say, we need more room. It's crowded here. So what God impressed upon me is that our prayers are being answered. Those that we are interceding for and believing for, they are being set free and they are coming home. And we need to prepare for the promises to arrive. The promises that he's given us of their freedom and their safe return, it's time to prepare Prepare for the promise. It's time to make room for the promises that God has given you. It is time to make room and prepare for the people that you have been praying for. Because they'll get out and they will need you. Not the way that they need God. But to know that they are loved and that they are received with love. And that there is a place for them. Make room. Make room, make room. It says in verse 49, 20, that they will return and say that they need more room. It's crowded here. So 
God saying, make room, make room, make room for their safe return. Make room today for their safe return. And for those of you who have been pressing and praying for a long time, I know it seems so far away because you thought it was going to happen so many other times, and it hasn't yet. But the people of Israel said that God had forgotten them. You might feel like he has forgotten you, but he had an answer for the people of Israel, and his answer is the same for you, that he could never forget Can a mother forget her nursing child? Can she feel no love for the child she has born? But even if that were possible, I would not forget you. See, I have written your name on the palms of my hands. God has not forgotten. He has not forgotten his promise to you. He has not forgotten your loved ones. He has not forgotten your prayers. God is faithful. And he is faithfully saving our loved ones. And he is faithfully setting them free. And he is faithfully bringing them safely back home. It's time to make room. I hope that blessed you today, and I hope that you have a wonderful week. I know this is a short podcast, but when you have the word of the Lord, you've just got to release it and let it go to work. So make room. I love you all. I hope you have a blessed week, and I will talk to you next week. Where do you begin?